You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm Sean Reynolds. Actually, I'm not saying my name anymore. I am, I'm me, doing the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. We are talking today about maybe you're considering moving to Seattle, and I can already hear it. Hell no! With what what's going on in Seattle, political climate here, our leadership here, why in the world would I move to Seattle? That is a hellhole, and it's a terrible city. It's got terrible leadership. Ixnay on the move to Seattle. But that's not the reality, is it? There's a ton of people moving here. Our real estate statistics say it consistently. Our employment figures say it consistently. Seattle's just a top destination because it's a pretty cool city in spite of all the nonsense that I ramble on about on a daily basis. It's a pretty cool city. And I had an example of an email from somebody who is a fan of the podcast, And they reached out to me, and they asked me a pretty legit question. And I'm going to read through that. And I got their permission to read this. I'm keeping their name and their identity and their situation anonymous. But um, I kind of went through and I've had conversation with this person via email. And I have no reason to believe that they're not legit. Everything kind of made sense to me. And um, including their uh, law bar numbers. So this person is a, they've passed uh, passed law school, got their four-year degree, got their law degree, and they've passed the bar, and they are looking to relocate um, to practice law. So let me read this email to you. It's Mr. Reynolds. I'm a fan of your Summit Properties Northwest podcast, and I watch it regularly on YouTube. Mr. Anonymous Attorney, thank you for watching. Thank you for being part of the YouTube thing. I have been planning uh, to move from an area south and east of uh, Dallas, Texas. That's where I'm going to reference it. Been planning on moving from that area to the greater Seattle metropolitan area for over a year now. And I went as far as obtaining a license to practice law in Washington State in order to take that next serious step. However, based on some of the unfortunate news and events depicted in your podcast, I'm starting to doubt that Seattle would be a good place for me. And therefore, considering other areas in Washington, such as Spokane and Bellingham, I, like you, agree that Seattle and Detroit, although compared recently, are not comparable. Overall, I think it is totally normal for there to be periods of retraction after a prolonged boom. Do you have any advice regarding whether I should take my doubts seriously and steer clear of Seattle? Or alternatively, remain bullish on Seattle and make the move there? So super interesting question. And I know a lot of people are asking it. Oh, my gosh, is Seattle just on this downward spiral spiral? And are they going to crash and burn in flames? Because I'm being offered a job there, or I want to relocate there, or I have visited there before, and it's a really cool city. Is it safe to live there now? So I responded to him and I basically said, let's let's back up the Seattle and Detroit thing. I need to address that. Steve from Orange County, and I'm pretty sure it's listener Steve, uh, made the point to me. Um, and he's the individual who runs basically tourism and uh, runs tours for co- big companies, and including the government um, convention center, and can't, can't bring people, can't bring clients to Seattle or Portland anymore because the downtown and the convention areas is so bad and the trickle down on our city from that alone is horrific. But the whole Seattle versus Detroit thing, Detroit has come back from its utter bottom. 
And that's the point Steve is trying to make. Detroit has come back, but just not to the point where it was once in the 1950s when they had like 1.7 million people. We haven't had that happen in Seattle. We've just had this crazy political stuff. We've had chop and jazz happen. We've had defund the police, a lot of social unrest, and a lot of looting in downtown Seattle. But it's really limited to some pretty small areas, an area on Capitol Hill where chop and jazz were. Downtown Seattle is no picnic. I had a real estate broker in here earlier. He's getting his license. He wants to license up with some properties northwest. And he lives in Belltown. And he referred to that area as a ongoing dumpster fire. <laughs> I wrote that down on one of our um, boards up here because that's a pretty funny term, dumpster fire. And so there are certain areas of Seattle that are getting all the headlines. The rest of the area... I keep harping on this, but our real estate market is on fire. Seattle is second only in appreciation to Phoenix, Arizona, across the United States. So unless you're in Phoenix, or unless you're in Seattle, Seattle market's doing better than you. It's doing better than your hometown, whether you like it or not. That is just the numbers. That's the raw numbers. And what's causing that? Well, I mean, like the rest of the United States, low interest rates and a lack of supply are driving up housing prices. But here specifically in Seattle, it's the job pool. It's tech. It's Amazon. It's Facebook. It's Microsoft. It's Boeing, even though Boeing is shedding jobs. All of those companies that are here that want to tag people from the, the employment pool, the tech sector, the tech industry, I mean, we've just got it. It's happening here. Amazon's moving, you know, 25,000 jobs over from Seattle to Bellevue, where I am. I keep talking about that, too. But those are the things that are causing the Seattle area to grow and to appreciate. Now, we do have these crazy political events going on. I, half of my 90% of my YouTube channel is due to my ability to report on the train wreck that is politics in Seattle. Our homelessness problem, our city leadership's inability to do anything about it, just that kind of stuff happening, I report on, and you guys eat it up. Thank you for eating it up. Much appreciated. Thank you for subscribing, too. I'm getting censored on a regular basis, and so the only way for me to really get my content out and um, is to have people share this podcast. So if you're doing that, great. Thank you so much. Um, but getting back to is Seattle safe? There are certain areas in Seattle, like any big city, that are not safe. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there in broad daylight, unless I had one or two uh, other people with me. That's just the reality of it. And with defunding the uh, Seattle police, it's a crapshoot whether they're going to get there within nine minutes or less. You don't know. That's the average 911 call. So... Those are, you know, those are some tough questions. But those are also basically limited to downtown Seattle, and a small area in Capitol Hill. That's where you've got all of this lunacy going on. The rest of our city, which is Seattle is alone 770,000 people, the rest of the suburbs go into a couple million, including all the way down to Tacoma. Those areas, we don't have this political unrest. So you're hearing, you're kind of hearing the if it bleeds, it leads stories, right, that I cover. And I explained that to this gentleman who's the attorney, and basically told him, I wouldn't uh, question moving here. If you've got an economic reason, if you've got a job reason, if you're going to be an attorney, 
I don't, and I don't know what kind of attorney this guy's going to be. Um, maybe he already is practicing law. I'm not sure. But to make a move like that, usually make that at the beginning of your career. And um, he's just asking, hey, is this is this okay? Should I be considering that? And I know a lot of other people are probably considering that too. But they have probably friends or family or other coworkers here already that they're able to reach out and say, is it really as bad as the media makes it out to be? And certain little tiny areas of Seattle are. But if you look at the big statistics of what Seattle's doing, it's a city that is doing really well. It is growing. There is all kinds of development going on here. Yeah, we've got our ups and our downs. And a lot of people would say, geez, your downs are terrible. And that's what I cover, right? Seattle Real Estate Podcast. But I cover it from Bellevue, which is a suburb. So you might say, Sean, you're a poser. Yeah, maybe. But Seattle is kind of the big, it's the big city here, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of the catch all. And when you live in a suburb, you don't really reference the suburb because Nobody cares about Bellevue. I mean, people do to a certain extent. People in business know what it is. And if you're like an international shopper, you go to Bellevue Square because it's got all the ridiculous high-end stores. I don't even know what most of them are because I don't shop there because I don't buy that kind of stuff. So, but if you do, Seattle's a pretty good, it's kind of like Honolulu. People come from all over the world to go shopping in Honolulu. And I've been there not in recent years, but I took my kids there for vacation. I can't remember. They were still in school. And we went shopping and they had like a three story Nike store. And it was one of those things where shopping was a sport. Same thing here in Bellevue. But I'm not really that kind of shopper. So I just don't really care. I've got a few stores that I go to. But that opportunity is here in Bellevue, those upper end stores, that kind of thing going on. But in Seattle, We've just had this political climate and a lot of stuff going on where people are like, I don't know. And is it a legit question to be asking? Absolutely. I think so. Would I move here again? Yeah, I would do my research and make sure that I didn't end up in any of the neighborhoods that are pretty easy to pick out. Belltown, Capitol Hill. If you're afraid of what's going on, then those are areas I would stay away from. But even in those areas, real estate is selling. It's just in Belltown, that is kind of downtown Seattle. And that's a kind of a residential area that a lot of people used to live there and work in the high rises. Nobody's working the high rises. So it's kind of this ghost town right now. And Seattle police, they're um, not covering that area very well, because they are focused on a whole bunch of other stuff. And um, their numbers are down, and they've been defunded. And something's got to be done about that. And I don't think that's going to get better before it gets worse. So if you avoid a couple of areas in Seattle, like a lot of areas in big, in big cities, all right, if you're afraid of that kind of factor, maybe you get some cheap rent there. But even in Belltown and Capitol Hill, things are still really expensive. Seattle is not a cheap city. It is not. When you look at the affordability indexes of Seattle and the outer lying areas, it's pretty bad. Your bang for your buck doesn't really go very far here in Seattle. People think of us as soy eating, beanie wearing, non umbrella carrying people, which is all true, to a certain extent, I do have an umbrella. I don't know where it is. But nobody uses it because if you're a Seattleite, and you whip out an umbrella, people will mock you because it doesn't rain enough to really warrant an umbrella here. But you just wear a coat with a hoodie on it, which I think is a ridiculous look. But if you live in Seattle, you need to have one of those. Otherwise, you're just going to get drenched and you might melt. 
Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see that. So I think I covered most of that there, but I wanted to kind of point out that this guy went on to, I, I responded to him, and he said, um, I really appreciate that you have taken the time to respond to me in such detail. Your message is very encouraging, and it does make a lot of sense to me. Um, I have, of course, visited Seattle and found it to be very safe, charming, and spectacularly beautiful. We have Puget Sound. We have some monster lakes that don't have poisonous snakes in them. And we have mountains on uh, the eastern side that you can see, and also the western side. We've got the Olympic Mountains to the west, and we've got the Cascade Mountains to the east, part of the Cascade Mountain Range. Those are big volcanoes, and it, they're beautiful to look at, especially in winter when you've got some snow on them. Hence my desire to move to the area. Even at that time, which was back in 2019, so a year ago, news headlines were full, chocked full of the city is dying, Homelessness is out of control. You can't walk five feet without stepping over needles. Type uh, new headlines, articles, and even documentaries. None of those toxic depictions were apparent to me when I visited, and trust me, I walked around everywhere, including downtown, without a care for my safety, probably a bit too careless, maybe looking back. Realistically, however, I understand these problems likely do exist in certain areas. That's the thing. And it's gotten way worse in the last year. And with coronavirus exponentially worse because we're not clearing out the homeless people because you might get the Rona clearing people out. And we've defunded the navigation team, which was the team of civilians and police that used to clear out homeless encampments. We're no longer doing that. So now they're springing up in parks and just a whole bunch of other nonsense that you can look at on some of my other podcasts. I've covered a lot of that. Um, A metal shop erected in the middle of the Seattle Parks and Recs area that nearby condos and apartments have to listen to in the middle of the night because they a metal shop like make metal products they're doing that in the middle of the night uh, with a generator that they've got dug out in a big hole and sitting in this illegally erected metal shop in a park area crazy so yes you can use certainly use my uh, he let me know that i can use the inquiry some of his background, his reasons for a desired move to the Seattle area, Pacific Northwest, and or my doubts and concerns due to ongoing developments. Um, he volunteered that his number one driving decision is the fact that Seattle, to me at least, presented the very best major American city he has ever visited. And you might say, well, where else has he been? Is, was Portland his number two? No. Now, I've, he's, he's not traveled to every city in America, but he's been to New York City, Austin, Nashville, Asheville, um, Atlanta, Houston, etc. So this guy is not, he's been around, including Seattle, and nowhere else seems to compare to Seattle. In fact, the only other city in the world that wowed me uh, as much as Seattle was South was Seoul, South Korea. And I have heard that that is an amazing city to visit as well. Never been there. I think one of my kids has been there. Not North Korea, South Korea, and I'm pretty sure it was Seoul. Or he had to stop over, can't remember. Karen, if you happen to watch this, let me know if you've been to Seoul. I know you've been all over. But Seoul, Korea, and he said, imagine that. And so this guy, is he's not making this decision lightly, but like a lot of people who are out there, maybe moving from the Midwest or the Deep South or the East Coast, what's up with Seattle? Should I move there? And the answer to me from me is... If you've got an economic opportunity, if you've got a job opportunity, and you've got a good paying job, because of our cost of living here, I'd say, yeah, come on down. 
if you can get through nine months of the year that it's kind of well, mostly cloudy and it rains, if you can get through that, you'll be okay. Because our stomachs are, our, our, not our stomachs, our summers are epic here. They're, they're like California, but better because it doesn't get that super hot. We get a couple of weeks a year where it might hit 90. If it hits 100 degrees in Seattle, oh, all bets are off all bets are off. It's mayhem. It's chaos. People stop working. It's too hot. Nobody has air conditioning here. That's a real thing. Very few apartments, very few condos, very few homes have air conditioning here because it's just not warranted. We don't even adjust up for them on our appraisals here. When, when you've got a subject property with a feature and you, you need to compare it to other homes, AC in Seattle is not a big bonus doesn't matter because you only need it. I think I ran a fan this year in my house four or five days out of the year. You just kind of learn to keep your air cool inside your house. I mean, if you guys know anything about heat and windows and that kind of stuff, you just figure it out. You don't leave your windows open during the day and get the air, the air all heated up. You keep the cool air in and the hot air out. And you don't necessarily have to have AC. So that's what we do in Seattle. So if you can get past a little bit of seasonal disorder, that's what you have in Seattle, you don't get enough sunlight. If you can figure out your way around that, maybe take a vacation or two, whatever it is, get one of those lights that gives you some vitamin D. Um, if you can get through that, Seattle's a pretty cool place to live. Uh, despite all this other stuff. And so that is my honest opinion. I wouldn't dissuade anybody from moving here because of the political climate climate, or because of what they see on the media. That's only a small little area. And yeah, is, is that pretty major? And has it hit the, the worldwide news? Absolutely. We've had some real chaos here. But a lot of the people that I know, they hit me up because I'm the only person in their life that has had any contact with the lunacy that's happening over in Seattle. And I chose to go do that. It's like the lunacy is like 10 miles away from where I'm sitting here right now recording this podcast for you. But it is worlds away from here. People live their lives and I will tell them some of the things that I experienced in, you know, covering chop, some of the just nutty stuff that happened over there. And people are like, what? Really? You guys have probably watched more of that than most people here in Seattle. But people are like, hey, Sean, you're, I noticed your podcast is doing really well. What's going on? Oh, I'm just covering what's going on in Seattle. What's happening in our town? What's happening here? Because most people are hunkered down, just doing their lives, just trying to get by, trying not to go crazy with the Rona, trying to get through a job they might not like, trying to get through a relationship that is, is on the edge. They're not sure. Oh, I don't really want to get a divorce, but man, I don't really like my spouse. Most people are hunkered down, doing their lives, not paying attention to this stuff. I know you guys do because you guys leave me comments. I've had comments, comments, comments. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for participating because it's comments that help me get the content out that you guys appreciate. Um, because I'm getting censored on the regular. I get demonetized. I get censored. I have to send the stupid things through review with, with YouTube. And um, by stupid, I mean frustrating because I'm just kind of telling the truth from my perspective. And I get, uh, and I'm a middle-aged white guy. It's not like I am out on the streets, you know, pounding some crazy political agenda. 
I'm just kind of telling things from major media sources. I don't even go crazy alt-left or crazy alt-right for the media sources. I just go to regular ABC, NBC, CBS, sometimes CNN, if I really want to mix things up, sometimes Fox. But I cover just kind of what's happening, and I give my opinion. Very few people, uh, I mean, we've got, we've got our haters. We've got our people that are just like, ah, oh, we're reporting you to the FBI. We're reporting you to the Department of Justice. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. They're kind of busy. They're busy doing real work. They're doing, they're doing real stuff. They're dealing with real threats to whatever it is that they're dealing with threats with. But it's not here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's it for me. But if you're wondering if you should be moved to Seattle, I would say do your research, check around, come visit. Come visit here in the summer, but visit in the winter too. Because I know a lot of people, they were like, oh man, I was there in July. Seattle was the best. Well, come here in February when it's pretty cold, a little bit wet, and we've already had, um, you know, 180 days of rain. And <laughs> I'm not painting a great picture, great picture, but it's always this light rain. It's this rain that you can live with. It's cloudy skies that you can live with every now and then. By the time we get to February, we'll have a couple of really nice days. Spring will kind of tease us just a little bit. And we'll be like, spring is here. And then we get dumped on with rain and craziness and, and getting through the wind, the, the weather cycles here in Seattle, it's difficult, you got to kind of wrap your head around. It's a beat down. You might have that seasonal disorder, get yourself a little light, take a vacation if you can. That's all I got for you today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 